my beginning of one of the last pieces of this series that I can tell. Oh, I moved everything around the studio space this morning and I'm talking to you while I'm working on an underpainting of one of the last of the Denmark series and I have just listened to my cast from exactly a year ago. A year ago today, I talked about starting two new pieces so I could finish the last three of the nine. <laughs> so now I'm on to the last two pieces that I started to get me through the last three that I was working on, except for now I've looked at, <sighs> I've looked at, good morning Molly, Maggie, woo, Maggie, my Maggie cat, she has been very vocal this morning. Okay, so this might be a little longer cast. I'm, I'm uh, putting on some burnt umber and some white mixed titanium. It's actually a yeah fast mat because I don't know I don't know why I picked that out of the store, but I did. And I have I'm going over some yellows and some oranges that I had put in a year ago. It looks like on this piece. Maggie's sitting by watching. Yes, Maggie, we're into a new painting again. Not trying to finish an old one. I'm trying to get the, get the one that's an old new one to a spot where I can work on it again. And I am putting on big, bold layers of thinner paint right now with a big fat round brush. If you know brushes, there's flats and filberts and rounds. That's a big fat round brush. And I'm making up and down strokes because I'm trying to use this piece as the place that I was in Denmark near Skagen. And I did a walk in the morning really, really early on my first day here of getting into Euland and I took a daylight walk and um, I think I'm going to take a rag, take some of this off. This is primarily my process when I start is I don't want anything too dark in the beginning. I just want to still see some light coming through the canvas so now I'm wiping through with a big old sheet. I don't actually know this was a... This was a, a blouse I had, a cotton blouse that I did in the longer blouse. It still has some buttons on it, you can hear it. And so I, I kind of put some coating on. It has, this piece has a, has a uh, lot of graphite underneath where I did some drawing in the beginning of the movement of where I was sitting in my walk in the grasses. The light on the grasses is what I'm going to try to get in this painting. I have no idea where it's going to take me because I've been so involved in these line-making paintings recently, especially the last three Denmark series, which was Ashoya, which is the forest my great-great-grandfather planted in Hurup. And Ashoya, 
was the forest name, and there's a rich, witch's grave there, a, a myth, a myth, mythological, mm, or kind of a folk tale there, which there really was a witch's grave. I was shown it by my great uncle or great second cousin or whoever he is in my life. Anyway, uh, that one, the Ayaskova painting is to the side. It's to a place where I'm not really sure where it's going, so it's as finished as it'll be for today. And then the other one was um, Fugel, which I painted on sun last night and added more whites to it because I didn't want it to get too dark, too green, and too whatever. That one doesn't feel that finished. It might be, it might not be, but all three of those are to a place where I feel they're closing in on the end of the story there. So I pulled out the ones that are still unfinished. This one, this one was, I don't know if I wrote on the side of it, did I? Let's see if I wrote what this was called. I don't think I called this one anything yet. I just know this one is gonna be from that morning walk in near Skagen. The other one is very raw, the last one. Um, and I'm gonna deal with swans, the swans in that, not just fugal, but I'm gonna deal with swans. I had done a small sketch. I had done a couple of sketches while I was in Denmark on the swans that I was seeing at the residency and yeah, mostly in 2015 is when I saw a lot of the swan life and what they did. And, and I also have my Odense, where I visited Hans Christian Andersen's um, house and museum and discovered his paper cuts. And I've always been a lover of his stories. I had no idea of all his paper cuts. And the museum had just a uh, really great display of his work. And that one... I had called the finished um, last year, I guess, or more than last year, and it's very dry, and yet I look at it today, I don't think I can, I don't know that I'm going to add anything to it, but it's up there on the wall to just look at, to, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it, it's actually a foretelling of these line work I've been doing. So I find that interesting. I have no idea what's going to happen with this Gagan piece because I envisioned it more like a Pea Kukaboo piece, big patches and swatches of color somehow, somehow, but somehow moving into more of a Rothko-like piece of that misty, that misty dawn light that made it made these grasses and sky and horizon all hazy I don't know that I can get that in this painting so we'll see where the painting takes me this is the this is the discovery phase um, so right now I just have graphites graphite drawing big lines with Sort of a ochre, yellow, orange, burnt umber, whitish, some some sort of whatever. 
covering swatches all over it. At least the painting is activated again. Um, See, so yeah, I guess that's where I'm starting to go with my work. I feel like these last three that I just finished with all these lines feel activated to me, even though they, I'm not working on them. They're done. I feel that they're active. And that's now kind of a standard for me when I look at my work. Is it, does it feel active? Does it feel like it's vibrant? Does it feel like it's alive? And I even looked over just now at my refugee series at Jasmine, and she's, though I feel unfinished, she's not really that unfinished. She has a very detailed face, and res, you know, that was all done. And then these other Jasmine flowers kind of around her. I don't think I need to do much more on her. I thought about, I looked at this one piece last night, called oh you're so aggressive it's the one with the lily pads can't remember the name of it right now it feels unfinished because nothing it all feels kind of in one place like the, all the painting feels all one I'm not going to say value but I'm looking at action now and looking at activeness in the work and it all feels the same activeness. One part has to be more active than another, I think. That's kind of what I'm looking at. So we'll see what happens with this piece that's supposed to be more calming. This last piece of, well, not the last piece because I still have all of the swan thingy to do. I'm looking at right now at the swans and they're just three really rough sketches of the movement of the swan the neck you know the body the neck very 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 rough raw and nothing rendered or anything just like a basic contour drawing yes maggie what's your tr troubles today yes she's talking she's been talking all morning i don't know i think she's bugged. I opened the outside for her and she didn't want to go, so whatever. Okay, so that's all. That's the studio cast for April, whatever today, April 5th on a Friday in Northern California, and it's going to be added to my, the April 5th um, recording from Anchor is going to be added to the end of this and then I will put it on my lemur account so people can see what I've been doing in my work. It's going to be too long for them to listen to. Nobody likes to listen to my long casts. But oh well, that's who it is. That's who I am. All right, take good care. Well, tonight I'm posting a blog on my painter's blog on my webpage. And um, I th came to the conclusion that in my Den Denmark series that I will need to start two fresh ones before I can finish the nine. I have three of the nine in the series of this Denmark series I'm doing um, that need to be finished. There's six that are finished and three to finish 
Now, the Dan- Denmark series became a series from my travels to Denmark back in 2014 and 2015. The 2014 trip was a trip for me to discover my family roots. And my family, my father's mother, was Danish. And she was born in Montana. Her parents, my great-grandparents, were the ones that came from Denmark and immigrated in Montana, in Dagma. So when my Fama passed, I decided to take a trip that she never got to take, that she had wanted to take, but her husband didn't like to travel, and she never did it. She did a few traveling herself, but mainly back to her home state, and never to Denmark. So I brought, I felt like I was bringing her back home. And I had done some research before going back to find out where the family town was, and it was in Hulup, which is in Uland, the western part of Denmark. So I traveled, and I did a little bit of European traveling, and then my last part of my trip in 2014 was traveling on a ferry from Germany over to Denmark in Copenhagen. Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Copenhagen. <laughs> um, actually, on my birthday, and on her was in Denmark on her time when she was married, her anniversary and Thanksgiving, a big holiday that we always celebrated. It was quite touching, and I spent a little bit of time in Copenhagen, Copenhagen. And uh, traveled and drove all the way over to Uland and to Skagen. And uh, saw the northern light there where the painters paint, which I really, 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 really want to go back there. And then I traveled into Hulup. And uh, with luck of so many things, I actually got stuck in the mud in Aswa, which is part of this series, and was able, through Facebook, basically had friends help me to get a tow truck out there. (laughs) And I met some friends that way, and then uh, went to a Christmas market, and oddly enough, through the the small town that it was in Horup, the Christmas Christmas market, uh, when I was talking to people there and telling them who I was and why I was there. All of a sudden, about 45 minutes later, I had somebody come to me and say they thought they knew my relatives that lived there still. And I was able to talk to them and go visit them the next day and see family photos. It was just, it was like a miracle. So 2014 was a big special time in my life. I left my library work, and I went back to Denmark. And right before I left Denmark, I had, from a friend, found out about Dovo. Can't say that properly. But it was an artist community or an artist sort of a residency. 
And I went over to check it out and look through, you know, to see what it was all about and actually met the director there at the time and talked to her and told her I wanted to come back and I needed to paint Oswoya. I want my dream was to come back to the forest that my great grandparents had helped plant um about a half mile up from their farm. So I had walked in that farm many times since I'd been there and um I knew I needed to paint that farm or that farm that forest. And so I was offered a residency, so I came back 6 months later to Denmark and did 30 days in Hulrup and Dovorola. What a miracle that was. Anyway, it was all about bringing my family home. And I get choked up talking about it. I'm not from I wasn't born in Denmark. I was born here in California. Actually, I wasn't born here in California. My parents were born here in California, and I was born in Louisiana on an Air Force base. My father was in the service. So it has a special place in my heart because when I was back there, the term hygge, H-Y-G-G-E. Well, Danish talk about hygge, and it's about their cozy feeling, their love of warmth and candlelight, and you know, it's just a special thing you can have. With, you can get it in nature, and I experienced hygge all over the, the country while I was there. Both times, I felt so at home there. So I. Uh, have a real longing to go back. So these paintings I'm doing, <laughs> I'm all choked up. These paintings I'm doing um were basically to um talk about my hygge in Denmark and the places I was visiting, places I'd like to go back to. and as a tribute to my grandmother my famal and i'd actually like to donate all these pieces and have them go back to denmark and uh i'd like to still do my project i have a few projects in mind for denmark and i'm still finding trying to find a way back there so that's about These three pieces are the end of the nine original. One is called Odense, Hans Christian Andersen. One is called Egeskuva and the Swans. Basically, I've renamed it to uh I'm no, I might have to rename it. Just keep call it Egeskuva. There's a big tree there that I fell in love with and a, the shapes of the swans swimming together. They were sort of courting and mating. and if they were mating but they were recording it looked like and fugu i don't know if i say that right but those are the birds different birds i met along my way all through the trip the alica the swans the geese the um even the 
quail or I found several quail just so many different experiences with the birds there so I'm doing a painting about that all abstracts and I have two more that I would like to do one is about skagging and another is about actually who up in the farm it's no longer there I found out the farm they sold recently I'm so glad that I've saw that farm anyway there's there's got to be a way for me to get over there again and uh, you're listening to June Tabor Ash Ashore is her uh, album and the song is called Across the Wide Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> 